Welcome to another episode of the Bears View. I'm your host Tyler Flush. This is my co-host Brian Flush and father. Hello, everyone. As you can clearly tell in my voice, I am. It's this is going to be a hard one to get through. I am. Uh, Would you say pissed off might be a mild term? Yeah. I, so we just lost to the Giants in an overtime game. It was very thrilling. I. I we're going to be all over the place this game. Um, Charles Davis, the announcer in that game, needs to be fired. That was the worst announcing job I've ever heard in my entire freaking life. And I'm just, I would say we'll get to him later, but I'm going to get to him now because I'm pissed off. The whole game, all he kept talking about was some stupid field goal that affected us at halftime. Oh, the field goal affected him. No, Charles. The pick six on the second play of the goddamn game. That's what hurt us, Charles. When your defense gives up seven points by not even stepping on the field, Charles. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty tough to hear that announcer. In addition, they he, they missed some real critical calls. So, you know, he brought it, it up six yeah. times yeah. throughout the game. That's all he talked about. Well, I'll tell you what. When the Saquon Barkley blah 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 blah. No, man. So let's get into the game. Like I said, second play of the game, man. Um, listen, here's here's a fact. We've been hard on Mitchell Trubisky this year, but my God, we have a Hall of Famer sitting on the bench compared to Chase Daniel. Yeah, he was ungood today. Now, I brought this up before, and I did a little service announcement, and I said, why the hell don't you stack the quarterback position? One, we have Chase Daniel, who can't play football and should not be a Chicago Bear next year. And I am not just saying that, folks. He's old. He's washed. No one wants him. Okay, you don't have a journeyman to sit on the bench because if quarterbacks are so vital in this NFL league, Dan, I'm going to ask you a question. If quarterbacks are so vital and so valuable and so irreplaceable, why don't you stack at least a decent, comparable quarterback behind the one you have instead of an old guy who thinks he can run? Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard a lot, of, a lot of folks say, well, it's because, you know, Daniel, he knows the offense. Well, you know what? You can teach this offense to a lot of different people. Dad, I know the offense. I'll sit down. Teach me the offense. I can do X's and O's. Yeah. It, but it, I guarantee I can't play. Yeah. I guarantee I step on that field, I get killed. It, it was a total disaster from a quarterback position throughout this game. The most frustrating thing for me, quite honestly, was just the number of times that there were miscues of fumbling the ball, miscues in terms of not even looking at a second or third read sometimes, looking at one read, and how about the number of times that he didn't even throw the ball away but took a sack? I mean, yeah, th- this let, is well, let, bad. Let, let's, just, let's just break down his performance yeah. in the first quarter. Here, here's his stats. Let's just go over this first and break it down for exactly what, what it is. And this is his stat line. He was 26 for 39. He had one TD and two interceptions, and he had a 75.3 rating. Listen, here, I I don't know why he's in the league. I, I don't understand. I mean, I understand that 
so what? Let, let's rewind the clock. I don't even want to fa- talk about why he should or should not be in the league. How bad are we? How bad is Trubisky? Or did we just because they said that if the Lions game last week was on Sunday, he could have played. Now they said he didn't play this game. And then they were reporting that they kind of said, well, you know, it's just the Giants, so maybe we can get by with Chase Daniel and then bring in Trubisky so we don't over-injure him. Here's here's what I think. I think he's healthier. I think Trubisky could have played this game. I think they said, look what, look what Daniels did for us against the Lions. He helped us win. He can help us win against... But I don't the think Giants. it's Daniel at all. I don't. I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think exactly they use the Mac reference. Look what we did with Khalil Mack, and look how he came back. Let's do the same with our quarterback. Yeah. When one player is absolutely dominant, and another player is, I would say, not dominant, but he's he's way better than anything we have. That's very relevant. And why the hell don't we have a third string quarterback? We signed the guy the day of the Lions game. Jesus Christ, what happens if he comes in? Yeah. Well, it was just a, a bad, bad beat for the Bears altogether. And I tell you, here's, here's the thing. We now know if we get into the playoffs, what kind of backup we have in terms of Chase Daniel. We don't have one. That's period. what I mean. There were some bright sides of the game, and we'll get into that. A little later, but I, I, I got to key in on this quarterback. I know it's the most valuable. Our whole team played great today. I pinned this whole, whole thing on Chase Daniel. I, I do too. Um, I, I, I couldn't I, agree more. And if I, and you know what? He also had, you know, if Chase Daniel is Batman, then Taylor Gabriel is Robin because Taylor Gabriel had an atrocious game also. Yeah. I want to talk about some things. One, why the hell is. All he did was target Allen Robinson. That's fine, but my God, Anthony Miller, too. Yeah. Well, Allen Robinson, uh, to his credit, made a, a couple just really fantastic and the, catches today. He made a today. sideline catch. Yeah. And they landed it, on the guy's helmet. He took it off. Yeah. It was it, phenomenal. It, it, was, it was incredible. But here's the thing. Uh, Trey Burton wasn't involved in the game at all. Trey Burton An- has Anthony become a Miller, ghost. Right. Anthony Miller uh, was barely involved in the game and and basically he's just looking at two people primarily today which was Robinson and, and Gabriel. Gabriel and Gabriel had one fumble um very crucial a fumble very crucial fumble man. he he missed a very crucial catch um so he you missed, know he missed a touchdown we later right, got it back right let's go uh let, let, let's get into an aspect now I ain't crow on this and I'm not afraid to admit it. I don't have to admit it, but I'm going to. Because I'm not right on most things, but when we had the ball and basically if no one saw the game, it, it, it was sloppy through and through on both sides of the ball. Um one of the, we had a Keem Hicks, we gave him a handoff. That was awesome. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Just the fridge running through. He gets a touchdown. But I mean, Odell Beckham scored a touchdown. the The last play of the game when we it was like fourth, it was first and goal on the one yard line with three seconds. So it's basically a, I I wanted to say fourth down, basically because it is. They don't even trust Daniel. No, they flip to Trey Burton. Trey Burton goes back to Cohen. Cohen looks, throws back the end zone. Anthony Miller. 
Before then, Anthony Miller was only targeted once by Chase Daniel. Anthony Miller dropped the ball. Okay, yes, not great, but come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. You know, we're not always real positive about Trubisky, but we call it like we see it. The one thing he does well is he does spread that ball around, and he does look for his receivers, all of his receivers. And and it's quite clear that Chase... Um, cannot look at more than one, maybe two receivers in a play at a time. Gave up the ball a lot. He did. Um, I, so the, the, back to the point where I said I was wrong. So we get the ball, and it, it's the fourth quarter, and we're rewinding a little bit here. Before that beautiful trick touchdown, Cohen to Miller, we kicked a field goal. We opted to kick in a field goal instead of going for it on fourth and two. Now I'm screaming at the television at this point. I can I can vouch for that. Because to me, the hardest part is to get the touchdown and not the field goal. Look how big of a radius you have to get into field goal range. You only have seven yards to get into touchdown. That's as big as the end zone is, is seven yards. So you have to get that seven yards compared to, like, what, 40, 40 45 yards? Right, right. And and I agreed with that. Just If you look at it just statistically, even if you don't like bear football, which we love bear football, but even if you don't like bear football, you have to look at the statistics and the percentages are very much in your favor to go for the touchdown as opposed to the field goal. So we were both on the same page with that. Yeah, and then they and then they go, oh, with the new rules, it's really hard to recover an onside kick. So look, before you say anything more, um, the coverage rate for an onside kick this year in the NFL, out of 38 tries up until this point in time, three were successful. Yeah. So if that tells you what your odds are, three of 38 onside tries were successful, it was amazing that we were the fourth. Absolutely amazing that we got it, got that ball back. I mean, it was something. It was Odell kind of let it. Odell Beckham Jr. kind of let the ball bounce. Brown recovered the ball. We made a great play on it, mm-hmm. and then we drove down the field and we did that play. Then we get to overtime, and then our defense holds them to a big field goal. After they kind of gave away some lazy runs, there's still some questions on how the defense can can finish, but overall the defense did their job, you know, and that's all I'm going to say about that. They did allow some, but I mean, some plays to go by, but let's just be be honest. If we had Trubisky in, we would have killed these guys. These guys would have been long done. This would have been a blowout. Easy. Yep. Easy blowout. Absolutely. And this hurts, and I think this, and we'll talk about it, you know, after we break everything down, but... I question Nagy's coaching a little bit, but you know he he pulled it off. There's when it comes down to it, Chase Daniel lost us the game, so we hold him in overtime. Let's talk about this. Chase Daniel fumbled the ball three times on the the, the ending drive. Yeah, three, three times. times. We we were sitting there with four yards to go, with with two more downs to go. And all we had to do is get it was third and fourth. Third third and four, right? So we we third had and fourth. Third and four. Third See, and I'm four. just yeah. so tongue tied. I'm yeah. angry. It was it was third and four. All we had to do was literally get four yards in two downs. That what is does he doable. Do? He fumbles the ball for a third time. How many fumbles did he have that game? 
three on the end and two all together. He bobbled the snaps. That's five fumbles, yeah. man, by a quarterback. Put on a goddamn glove. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. Ma- he didn't appear to make any kind of adjustments. And most importantly, if you watched his eyes, he wasn't even looking the ball into his hands, which is, by the way, um, quarterback 101 is look the ball into your hands just like a wide receiver should look the ball into their hands. Um, but, you know, it, it's just it, – it, it tells me one thing very, very clearly, that we do not have a quality backup quarterback, and that is something that has to be addressed in the offseason. Should have been addressed a long time ago. <laughs> I Listen – the mentor aspect of this game is so fucking bullshit. I'm just going to say it how it is. It's so much bullshit. To sit here and say, oh, you need a mentor. You need someone to sit and learn behind someone. No, you don't. And that's what they were trying to do with Chase Daniel. Bringing him to teach young Mitchell Trubisky how to play the quarterback position. Teach him like a... What does that matter? That's what you have a quarterback's coach for, right? That's what you have a quarterback? That's what you have a head coach for. Correct? Correct. Because obviously our backup doesn't know how to play the position either. So he wants to tutor our our, our future on how to play the position? Get out of here with that. Aaron Rodgers got mad at Brett Favre because Brett Favre wouldn't teach him shit. Look at Aaron Rodgers today. I think he's doing just fine. Except today they lost the Arizona Cardinals, so that does bring me some joy and happiness into my life. <laughs> but very little at this point. I just I cannot... I can't talk about it anymore. We we lost the game. He threw a giant bomb downfield to Gabriel. Underthrew. A lot of underthrowing. Um, Tariq Cohen had a monster game. I think everyone Howard played good. Uh, our receivers played great. I, I just on offense, it was yeah. him, and he killed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, it was it was really one of those games that had you on the edge of your seat, but not in a good way. It had us on the edge of our seat. Because it was like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen now? Now, and- yeah. Now the defense, I thought, played great. They did not give up seven points right off the rip. The offense did. Yeah. Unfortunately, that stat gets tacked on somehow to the defense. I don't know why it isn't points allowed for the offense. Hey, if if anything, the player of the game is Akeem Hicks. Okay, that, as far as I'm concerned, he was a beast on defense. I loved when they gave him the ball as a halfback. Reintroduced the fridge. He, they like reintrod- the 85 Bears yeah, out there. Yeah, they absolutely did. I, I, I think it fired up the entire team when he got a TD. That, w- that was awesome. And overall, well, about- overall, the defense, Eddie Jackson, uh, Kyle Fuller, um, Callahan, um, I, I, think our, I think everyone played – Overall, very, very well. And, you know, yeah, Saquon Barkley got his. But you know what? That kid's pretty talented, and he's going to get his. Um, but I, I thought we held him pretty well in the first half. Got a few more yards than I would have liked to have seen in the second half from us. But overall, a very good game from our defense. Yeah, I think, though, the big thing and the big t- takeaway is this. Yeah, our defense gave up points because if you looked at our offense's possession, it was three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. You can't win like that. Yeah, we we got to be also, and this is unusual of a Nagy offense, is we got to be very, very predictable on first down in the first half. 
And I think they were pretty much keying on us. And I think it was a little bit figured out in the second half, but uh, didn't, but didn't we quite switched. like some of the no, play calling. No, I, I, it was not figured out in the second half because we switched. We totally switched. We stopped running the ball on first down, and we actually that's, started making some progression. Yeah, that's what I mean by, by figuring out. They, I thought you were talking about the change. defense. I thought you were saying the defense. No, no. No. We fi- but we figured it out early. It wasn't like it took one half. There's just there's so many more problems to this. this yeah. Whole, this whole thing. I mean, it just I don't I I don't know where. Oh God. I mean, this loss hurts. We could have ripped off six in a row. This loss hurts because I don't know if we're gonna be able to beat the Rams. I'm hoping we give them a run for the money, but we'll see. We'll get to them at the end of the show. Um. Just overall defense, Matt came up with a huge sack, knocked him out of uh, field goal contention. They had to punt to us. But, again, I mean, I know I keep bringing it up, but the offense, listen, you, if you have to have a mediocre offense. You have to have something. You have to have something to help out in the number one defense. You cannot – this is not the old NFL anymore, okay? This is a new NFL, whether you like it or not, whether the hits on the quarterback, everything has changed – the, the the rules on the defensive backs are making it so it's easier to throw the ball and it's harder to play defense. Point proven. I bet you all thought out there, hey, guess what? Eli Manning's having a really bad season. Yeah, he is when you look at it, but he's also tied for his career high in completion percentage. So if that doesn't tell you something about the new NFL, then I don't. My point, then I don't know what to tell you if you don't believe me. The point being is simple. We can't have her defense out there. They're going to give up something. It, it's going to keep happening. They're tired. Let them have a rest. Yeah. Do something. Get a first down. Well, that's that's why I thought that when we went into overtime, we had rested our defense for such a period of time. I thought, okay, I think we're going to keep them from getting a touchdown. Lo and behold, we did. They got They got the three points. But boy, when we got back on offense, <laughs> well, when I have mean, you we, ever seen? When have you ever seen a drive where you fumbled three times uh, and we recovered each time? Yeah. I mean, you know this. This looked like the old Bears, where we would have between Cutler and the center, we would have all these kind of. Um, but problems. no, I. But but I disagree though, because I Cody Whitehair had a little snap that was a little low. It was right between his knees. The other ones were there, man. Oh, I I agree they were there, but Cutler. Was was the prime fumbler from from center consistently? Yeah, but it, the game's on the line, though. Yeah. He fumbled three times. Game on the line. I know. I know. I, she shouldn't be a bear next year. Neither should Cody Parkey. I mean, Cody Parkey did nothing wrong this game. Just a firm belief that Cody Parkey needs to, you know, see ya out of Chicago, buddy. Bye bye. Bon voyage. We don't need you. We don't want you. See you later, alligator. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go that far, but what I'm saying is I'm dead serious. We need to clean some house. Not on the front. You know, we need to clean some houses and players. A few players need to go, and we need to improve in that position because, how? you know, what pisses me off about this goddamn team, you know every loss we have now lost to a losing team with a losing record except the New England Patriots? Well, we beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, all our losses, you didn't hear me, all our losses have come from teams with losing records, except the New England Patriots. Yeah. 
We yeah. just lost to the fucking Giants. We just lost. We lost to Miami. Okay. We lost to New England, and we lost to Green Bay. Green Bay's horrible this year. They are now four, eight, and one. Yeah, Arizona just beat them, by the way. Yeah, we brought that up earlier. The point is, we are losing to teams that lose. I don't know if we're not getting focused during the week. I don't know what the hell is happening, but something needs to change. Well, the something today was clearly Chase Daniel. If he, if Trubisky would have been in the game, do you think we'd had the same outcome? No, but. No, I don't. I, but th- it can't. I mean, I get what you're saying, right? But it can't just be that. We had to play a little better. We had to do a little more. We didn't do a little more. Maybe we could have stopped that field goal. Okay? I don't know. But we can't lose to winning. These teams suck. Miami sucks. Green Bay sucks. I will take the New England loss. I will not take a loss from the Giants. I will not take a loss from the Miami Dolphins. I will not take a loss from all these washed up. Who the hell are these teams we're losing to? Yeah, yeah. That that part is very, very, very frustrating. And and you know that quite honestly, you and I both thought we had a very, very good chance of coming into this game, uh, winning this game, walking away. Uh, nine and four, but instead, oh, excuse me, yeah, it'd be nine and three. Instead, we're eight and four. Um, so, Just so many. It is but, what it is. And, and, and I'm gonna agree with you. And I'm. I, I gotta take back what I just said just a little bit ago. It, it is all Chase Daniel, because I keep replaying the goddamn game in my head. If he doesn't throw that pick six, right? Right. Okay, that's one mistake. Then he throws another interception. Then he fumbles it another five by, times. By, by the way, that second interception was going for Tariq Cohen for a sure touchdown. It, I mean, it was, uh, yeah. It was a 14-point swing. He didn't loft it. He did a, he did right. a line drive, right. and Ogletree came up and grabbed the ball out of the right. air. It was a nice catch. It was a nice interception. Yeah. I'm not trying, I'm not, and I'm not trying to take anything away from the Giants, but you guys are a crap football team this year. You know you are. I know you are. The world knows you are. But we had someone even crappier than you in the Big Apple today. His name was Chase Daniel. Chase, you've had a hell of a career. You've made a killing off the NFL. Get the hell out of Chicago, buddy. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear your name ever again. And I don't want to hear this bullshit. Well, he knows the system. Well, teach someone else. How about that? How about that? How about you teach someone else how to do their job? (laughs) I can hear Bill Belichick right in the background. Just do your job. Right? But seriously, Bill Belichick. Yeah, Tom Brady goes down. Okay, they still find a way to win, even with Matt Castle. And we don't, there's so much more talent out there that maybe hasn't worked out in other places that might work out with us. Why didn't we sign our G3? I think our system is more catered to a run pass option with a choice of, uh, Scrambling. Can we talk about that for a little bit too? Why does Chase Daniel think he's this <laughs> runs a four three? Yeah, actually, he kept scrambling around. Actually, Chase Daniel, I, I I do believe Peyton Manning could beat Chase Daniel in a race. If that if that tells you how fast Chase is, well, he's not fast. But why does he think he's fast? That's the problem. They should hire a goddamn psychologist to get in there and go, listen, you're not fast. Why do you think you're fast? Why do you think you're special? Because you're not. 
<laughs> I mean, seriously. I am so just irate right now. Just, yep. I, I'm boiling because yeah. it's like, the more I think about it, it was five fumbles. <laughs> five fumbles, two interceptions, one was a pick six. It was a, uh, it was a tough, tough game. Well, you know, the bright side is Colin Kaepernick's probably going to win the lawsuit. I mean, just point to this performance, point to the mess going down on Jacksonville, point to the mess going on in Buffalo, just point around. Yeah. I mean, my God. You know who... You think we could use could have used his skill set? You know what's the only... Yeah, I do. And I've been saying that since the beginning. I don't think he's great, and I think he'll make mistakes, but hell, he can run. Why not? Try him out. Oh, that's right. We don't want to, because we're the NFL, and we're being controlled by forces unknown. But anyhow, you know... You just got to look around the league and, and say there has to be some more talent out there. There has to be. Why don't we have a third option? We bring in Tyler Bray at, at Thanksgiving to learn a complex offense. Why? Yeah. Why don't well, we stack these positions? You know, I, I tell you, here's here's the thing that, that really, really concerns me, and, and it's a couple things. One is we paid – Burton a hell of a lot of money this 35 year. Thirty five million. And he time. has he has all but disappeared in the last three or four games. In fact, today, did he even have a catch? No. No, he did not. Yeah. Yeah. Shaheen had 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 the catch in the yeah, end zone. He hit Shaheen on the most wide open touchdown. I just So so when you're paying tight ends thirty five million dollars, I want them to show up once every four or five games. And right now, he's not showing up well, once every maybe four don't, or five games. Maybe you don't should sign a third, you know, maybe you don't sign a uh, third-string tight end for that kind of money. I, I guess maybe we could take some of that money that we spent on a tight end and invest in a quarterback. What do you think? Yeah, but we do that fucking poorly, too, because we paid Mike Glennon, Ichabod freaking Crane, Crane, $21 million for, what, three games? Yeah, I think Ichabod had a better head on his shoulders. No, Ichabod would have died out there, too. They're both horrible. <laughs> it's so easy to see talent in this league. I'm sorry, it, it just is. Look at your offense. Sign someone based on your offense. Do not sign some old ass who can't play. The only reason Ryan Pace brought him in is because Ryan Pace was with him when he was in New Orleans, and then Nagy agreed because he was with Nagy in Kansas City. That's the only reason he's there. And it's stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think, if anything, what we need to do is I would like to go out and I I, I like to I like to get I'm gonna like <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I think everything's set on the offense for now. We're gonna have to ride out the Trubisky train. How about we get someone with Hakeem side by side? Yeah, I like that idea. Be- beef us up. We are already strong as hell on that defensive line. Let's make us even stronger. Okay, because I'm done playing around. I'm done. Like I am so sick of this. How, how about uh, Kyle Long's position? Do we need someone there to fill that position? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the logical standpoint. But right now I'm thinking with a hot head, and my hot head is staying kill their yeah. quarterback before ours fumbles a snap again. Yeah. It was like a ghost was just like batting the ball down, laughing at yeah. him. By the way, did did you 
take a look at Chase. He he looked like a deer in the headlights out there, didn't he? I mean, you know how some people look calm, cool, and collected, and they're thinking things through. I thought he very much looked very discombobulated and not not quite in, in sync with the game a couple times, more than a couple times. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was not. So, so where do we go from here? Well, Trubisky should be back. We have a big game to look forward to in the Rams, but I defense played fine. Defense, though, I am going to be a little critical. We need to finish games. We need to finish out the damn game. We're not doing it. Fourth quarter comes. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. There's And why aren't we getting up for bigger games? We get up for the big games. We got up for the Vikings. We get up for everyone else. We got up for New England. Well, that, to your point of getting up for the big games, we have a huge one against the Rams a week from today, Sunday night, national game. And it's, you know, it's probably going to be about 30 degrees out, maybe even a little snow. We don't know. Um what, what do you what do you think going into that game? Because we're we're going in eight and four. I, I believe the Rams clinched the NFC West today uh, with the Detroit win over the Lions. So you know, well, I wasn't really ready to go there yet. Well, I, I'm sorry. I, I was I I started to head that direction. You want to back up and put it in reverse? Yeah, a little bit. I want to all right. Talk, go I, go I put mean, it I'm in not, reverse. I'm not done. I wanted to talk to you about coaching today. Do you think coaching decisions were on par today? Um, in the first half, I was a little disappointed. I thought we didn't show a lot of the typical naggy offensive movement. I thought we were a little sluggish. thought we were a little one-dimensional in terms of the run. Um, second half, I thought we the coaching was a little bit better in terms of uh, picking up some of the the motion, so forth. But I tell you, even though I really like Nagy as as a coach, I, I I think he just had an average coaching day. I don't think it was. I think he had an average coaching day, but I think overall he did good. Uh, you can't win when you have that kind of quarterback. But you know how much of that is on him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess the thing that none of us know sitting in this room is. Um, were they just being ultra conservative and Trubisky could have played the whole game and maybe he's a little sore? Um, or were they just saying, hey, you know what? Um, we think we can win it with Chase and we'll put him in there and, and call it a day. Okay, I so we go, won't know that. I want to talk a little bit about the other side of the ball now for coaching. There were some very questionable play calling, man. With oh, Vic. Absolutely. Um, it was second and seventeen, and he dropped back Aaron Lynch and Khalil Mack, and they got in the first. Well, they didn't get it, but they pit, it was third and one after that. They went from second and seventeen to third and one, yeah. and it happened to quite a bit. If you watch that game back, yeah, you'll see Khalil just start dropping out on long. I don't know if he was trying. That to ha- confuse Eli to get him to throw an interception, I don't know what was going on there. Here, here's the deal: that happened several times on both for both defensive ends. That instead of rushing, they drop back, and and I'm thinking, wow, Eli's. I I could be wrong here, but I think Eli's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL this year. He he's right up there I mean, in terms we, of we the number of sacks sack, he's but taken. We did sack him. We got him three times. Well, yeah, I know, but I I, I think. 
I think if you look at all quarterbacks, I think he's right up in the top five in terms of being sacked. Yeah, I I, I agree. I just I don't know I don't know what that was. I didn't get I, that. I didn't get that either. I, you know, here's the deal. Mac is a heck of an athlete, but when you start to put him on wide receivers, come on, you're, you're, uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna stay with them that long. He's I, gonna stay with them for a while. Well, I thought also they kept getting the matchup they wanted with the they would slot in Shepard, and he had to get picked up by Roquan Smith or Danny Trevathan. Trevathan blew some coverages today. So oh, absolutely, he I did. mean. But then again, I don't know, man. I think it, some of those were just bad play calling, though. It had nothing to do with the players. I mean, when you're told to drop back, you drop back. Yeah. You got to follow the coach's orders. You know, he's the commander. He's the chief. Follow his orders. So I, I don't know how I, I felt yeah. like that was just. I don't understand. I still am having a hard time we, wrapping my head around. We had that. two huge plays with blown coverage. One was the long bomb that was the kind of double handoff. No, it was a reverse to Odell Beckham Yeah, it was the reverse to Odell Beckham. That one was on Prince of Mukamara Jr. Jr.? I don't know why I threw a junior in there. Prince Mm. of Mukamara. That was on him. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He just kept running up the sideline. And then that the, the shepherd, not uh, Sterling Shepherd, but I don't know whoever the other it was like their third tight end, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Runs right down the middle of the field, and Odell just lofts a good ball. I mean, it's a good pass. Yeah, he got him yeah. to him. So. I mean, he was about as wide open as you can get. the The other the other one that I I thought we just completely blew the coverage was Odell Beckham in the end zone, the fourth I, and goal, fourth and goal. I haven't seen someone that wide open. I, I kid you not, for the folks who didn't see the game, he he had no one within 10, 15 yards now anywhere I near him. I don't know who that was quite on because Danny Trevathan let him go, and I don't know if the safety was supposed to pick him up. I don't, I don't it, know that It was well. clearly a blown coverage. Yeah, clearly, but I don't know who it was on. I don't either. I don't, I don't know if it was a linebacker coverage, a safety corner, whatever, but, but I, I do know that you— you you shouldn't have Odell Beckham standing there alone with no one within sight around him. Yeah, I. I mean, I think we touched on everything. Special teams was decent, and good today. I mean, they were good and they weren't great. Nothing spectacular happened, but I think we touched on everything there. And yeah. Let's move on to a game that makes me absolutely nervous. Next Sunday night, we play the. Rams, and we play them in Chicago, and as you alluded to earlier, it could be cold, it could be nasty, it could be windy, it could, who knows what it could be, so I think that favors us. I, I think as a Bears fan, I'm I'm really hoping for um, cold, windy, and nasty. I would, I would take, I would take cold, windy, and nasty, and, and I think that gives us a bit of an advantage. Um, they have a high-powered offense. They're scoring what? They're averaging about 40 points a game, 35, yeah. 40 points a game. Um, so, you know, uh, now, listen, our, our D's good. In fact, it's better than good. It can be great. So it, it will be an interesting matchup. I think we come out from this game very unhappy. And if we can get up for this Rams game, which we shouldn't have a problem doing. I think we can be competitive. But I, I'm going to totally disagree with you. I don't like that analogy of the wind, the nastiness, the cold. I don't like that. That gives us an advantage. To me, that's old Bears mentality. That's old Bears thinking. 
Why do we have to rely on the weather to help us win a football game? I'm just saying when you're used to it, when you're used to playing in the cold, there are certain advantages you have in terms of understanding how the ball hits you in the cold, what it feels like in the cold. I'm not saying that it gives you an absolute advantage. I think in in the NFL no, football, no, 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 no. you're not you take what no, you're given. You're not hearing me. I think it does give you an advantage, but I don't think we should hope for that advantage. We take the advantage if it comes. You're not you. You didn't hear me. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think we sit here and we say, "Hey, we hope that it's crappy weather so that we can maybe pull out a win." Win, okay? I don't like that mentality. I like. I hope it's sunny. I hope it's sun. I hope it is perfect football weather, and we go out there and we kick the shit out of the Los Angeles Rams. That's because g- g- guess what? Guess what happens? We're not going to have home field advantage, okay? If we get in the playoffs, we go far enough, we're going to have to go to a dome. We're going to have to go to, to L.A. We, we don't know. We don't know the situation yet. So why do we sit here? I see, I see. I know what you're saying. Listen, it is an advantage, and if it happens, I'm happy for it. But I almost want to see where our team is as a whole, where we don't need bullshit weather to help our team out. We shouldn't be there. No, I get you. You know what I, I'm saying? Like I, we, I know we, what we should saying. not have but, to be there. But by the way, I wasn't looking at it that way. That I was, I was simply saying, I think in the NFL, there the players are so good that you just simply look for any advantage you can get. And if that could give us a little bit of an advantage, that was really all, all where I was coming from. Listen, no, I, I'll be I, glad I, to beat. I'll I, be glad to beat them in good weather, bad weather, what, whatever. But I know what you're saying. But I'm saying as a Bears fan, that's still shit. You can't sit here and you say, hey, I hope we have a horrible... Well, you can, because we all have opinions. But what I'm saying is, we shouldn't be thinking like that anymore, okay? We have this old mentality where it's like, if we can just slide into the playoffs, get real comfortable, and then get beat and go, oh, gosh, darn it. No, we are to the point where we need to be a team who's talked about, who's contended, who, who are contenders. And right now, we are still a laughingstock. Well, Everyone thinks, even after the Saints got their asses handed to them on Thursday night football against the Cowboys, everyone still thinks the Chicago Bears team is a joke. Okay, they still think it's a joke, and it ain't gonna help. It, it, and and this is me just being prideful. It ain't gonna help to come out there because then they're gonna make excuses. Well, LA's not used to the cold and and, and the rain and the slop, and and that's why the Bears won. But guess what? They won't get home field advantage. So if they play again, it'll be out in LA. No, I want to. De- I want. I want to annihilate them. I want to annihilate every team from here on out going in. I don't want to lose again. And I don't think we should lose again. We might lose against the Rams, but God damn it, pop them in the mouth because you're probably going to have to play them again. Okay, yeah. that's where I'm at. I'm tired of this. The, the, I'm just so sick of this. Where we sit here and we go, well, if we can just slide in. And I'm not saying it's you saying that. I'm saying the majority of our fan base. I always feel like, well, we're going to make the playoffs this year. Okay, yeah, that's great, but let's. Let's talk about actually contending in the playoffs. Yeah, you. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. You're basically saying, hey, I'm tired of us being seen as the team that's just mediocre or just good enough 
Let's let's smack some people in the mouth. Let's take it to them with the best weather, the best situation possible, and win regardless of the set of circumstances. Hell, I would like and to not rely on. I, I I get that thinking. The the only thing, the only advantage I want is I want Soldier Field to be so damn loud that they can't even hear the place snap. They can't even hear the, the the calls. They can't get calls in. I want that place rocking. Is what I want. Yeah. I don't want. I'm just tired of it, man. I'm yeah. tired of us being the punchline to the Packers yeah. and to the Vikings. People are still sitting here right now, Dad, saying there is no way Chicago might not even win the division. And right now, Minnesota is losing to the Patriots, who I'm going to tell you right now, they're not going to beat the Patriots at home. They're not. But we're still the laughing stock. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it, once again, you've got to, you've got to, in the NFL, you've got to prove your worth. Listen, our Bears have been bad for a while. We're not going to get overnight respect. We're going to have to hit some people in the mouth. We're going to have to show people we can not only get into the playoffs, but that we can do something in the playoffs before we get any kind of respect. Um, you know what surprises me is everyone's talking about the Cowboys having beat the Saints as if Jesus. the Cowboys are the second coming. But I tell you what, the bottom line is I think our defense is just as good, if not better, than anything that the that the Cowboys have. And I am behind our defense 110%. I'm behind our Bears. I just think we got to get our quarterback back in the saddle again and go. I just feel like we took two steps back today, and it, it's frustrating. Let's just talk about the Rams for a little bit now and break it down just slightly. I, I know I've been ranting a lot this podcast, but I really don't care. I don't give a shit because at the end of the day, it's just it, it, it's frustrating, okay? Other people have to be just as frustrated as me. Oh, I'm sure. That's a game we win, okay? Let me repeat to you the rest of the, the remaining schedule of the Chicago Bears because we need to win out, in my opinion. Now, we play the Rams. That's going to be hard. Right. That's, that's at home. Not a, that's, a, that's at home. That's no cake, Wong. Then we're home again to the Packers. I don't know if I'll be able to do this podcast right after the Packers game if we lose to the Packers. And I'm being dead serious. Yeah. They are atrocious this year. They are horrible. We need to make a stand against them. Then we play the 49ers, and then we wrap up with the Vikings, okay? Yeah. I don't know. I I I I don't I don't know, but uh, let's just talk. The Rams are going to be hard. Uh, golf's playing good. They struggled a little bit today at first against Detroit, but the thing I'm worried about is my biggest worry and my biggest concern with this Rams team is. Well, I'm just going to say this is how I think we beat them, and this is, well, this is how I know I think we can beat them. You know, you know your gas pedal. Push it to the floor and never let it up because they will come back and they will get you. They came back against the Saints, okay? Yeah. Their defense is not as good as advertised. Aaron Donald's really good. We got to make sure we contain him. Easier said than done, I know. We need Khalil Mack to have a big game. We need our whole defense to have a big game. But we are going to let some plays go. That's just they're, – they're explosive as all get out on offense, Okay. Do not let your, do not take your foot off their throat. Don't, or we're dead, or we're gonna lose. We get conservative. I don't care yeah. if we're up twenty-eight to nothing. 
Yeah, you keep have to, it going. Yeah, if you're twenty, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. You're worried, and I, I have some worry too, that if we were to get up on them by a significant amount, we would just start doing the ground and pound. And with them, you just can't get away with that. They will come back. They they are a scoring machine. And if you don't know you're playing a scoring machine, you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, one thing, though, we need to pick on Marcus Peters. He's yeah. not good. No. No. I. And, <laughs> He's not good Yeah, at all. I would. I would target him as much as possible and as many times as possible. He's having a heck of a time this year, especially across the middle. Um, you know, go. The for only it. reason he had a good game against Kansas City is because he, it's his former team. We're not his former team. Yeah. You know what, though? I hope the Rams are sleeping on us. I really hope they are because yeah. I want to pop them in the mouth. Well, I tell you what, I would like to pop them in the mouth. I I hope, I hope our Bears come out angry from this giant loss. We should be angry. Everyone in that locker room tonight on that plane ride home should be sitting there seething. With anger, because we let this one go. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't got anything else to say. I just, this is, I mean, look, I, I try not to take losses too hard, but obviously I do. Just today was not a good day. It should not have ended like this. You can't have a quarterback fumble five times. And he did. He And throw two f- interceptions. One went for a pick six. You just can't have it. Yep. You get that kind of quarterback play. I mean, it, it was amazing we were even left in the game. Yeah, it, it was. He pretty... didn't even throw the game-tying touchdown. It had to come from our, our running back, Tariq Cohen. Hats off to Tariq. That's probably, I think him and Hakeem Hicks should share a game ball. But Yeah, I mean, I, I agree totally. If, if we even had to give ourselves a game ball. I don't know who gets it on the Giants. Probably Barkley. I don't know. Yeah, you'd definitely I, give it to Barkley, I mean, but... Yeah, you know, he he was the one that kept him in there. Um it is what it is. I think I think what we do is we put this loss behind us. We move forward. Uh we've got a great Rams team to play. Um we come out there, we come out there angry, we come out there um ready to fight and we come out there ready to win. Well, with that being said, we will uh, reconvene next Monday. We will not be able to do the podcast Sunday because the game does not even get over. It probably won't even get over till midnight. Yeah. So we all have to work the next morning. We're not going to be able to do that. So with that being said, um, we'll see you next uh, Monday. Monday. Yep. All right. And It'll remember, be the 10th, December 10th. 9th, right? Uh, the games on the ninth Monday is when we'll do the podcast on the oh on, yeah on the tenth right. See, I'm already <laughs> I'm I'm like not even thinking about podcast mode. I'm thinking about I'm like the games on I, the ninth. Yeah, there you go. All right, we'll see everybody on the tenth. And remember, even though we lost, and even though it's hard sometimes to be a Bears fan this year, it's a lot easier than most. And I will continue to keep my head up, and I will continue to move forward. I. This is what you got to do, and I always will. So, all right, we'll see you next Monday. Bear down. Bear down.